tested solutions and solutions that work for others never work for all folks. Never. Not even in the testing research. But there's this funny thing that happens in the community of, of professionals who are like expert providers. Welcome to the Safe Enough Podcast. This podcast is an exploration of what it means to feel safe enough in order to live the kind of life or make the kind of changes that transform our lives into those with all the love, connection, belonging, and purpose that we seek and strive for. My name is McPherson Warabeck. I'm the executive director of the It Begins to Move studio, where we support your safe and gentle embodied healing. I'm a safety and self-worth recovery partner, and I'm so happy that you're here. This is the second of three episodes in a series on how working with professional providers during a healing process is a tricky thing. In the previous episode, I talked about expertise and evaluation. In this episode, I'll talk about the, the serious impact that an inaccurate evaluation during a healing process can have. And in the next and final episode in the series, I'll talk about the critical ingredient in a successful healing partnership, but one that is often missed. So the very nature of expertise in a professional relationship, that's the kind of relationship where there's an exchange of money for knowledge, is that the you must be right dynamic is always present, where the power to evaluate what's going on with you the client, the person who has the situation that needs some help from someone who knows a lot about what you need help with, when the power to evaluate lies solely, solely within the other person, then there's a chance that they'll get it wrong. Okay, humans make errors, but this is the crux of the point that I'd like to make. What if their evaluation and assessment are totally accurate given the data that experts are trained on, that that expert is trained on. Okay, so data collection, assessment, and diagnostic criteria, treatment plans, approaches, tools, and interventions for fixing problems is constantly changing. What works changes all the time across all fields, all fields of existence on the face of the earth because humans and our environment and our technology is constantly changing and evolving over time. So firstly, firstly, what worked at one point in time for most humans in your situation might not work anymore because a better solution has evolved or humans have evolved now in such a way that a prior solution just no longer fits. So that's first, firstly, that's firstly. However, there's another point that I wanna make about data and the scientific method, right? Or what people rely on to qualify and inform the, the professional suggestions that are made to someone who comes in seeking help and support and interventions to get relief from suffering, to feel better and, and uh, greater ease in their bodies and their life. 
right? Um, when treatment strategies and interventions are assessed in research, right, that's what most of the suggestions a professional makes are based on, strategies and interventions in research are done with a sample population. And that means that scientists take a small group of humans because it would be absolutely impossible to ask every single human on the face of the earth or every single human who has the problem that they're testing possible solutions for, right? So they can't ask all those people, they have to ask just a, a small sample. And so the first thing to keep in mind is that when researchers come up with an evidence-based solution or something that's been tested and retested and seems to be valid, or even becomes what's called a gold standard of, of treatment in a, in a given uh, industry or uh, field, basically that just means that it's the main solution that's, that's used. More often than not, that solution was successful for most folks who participated in that study. Nearly never, that's a double negative, nearly never is the solution that's being tested in a research article six, or a research experiment successful for every single participant. Nearly never, I don't recall one study that I have ever read where all of the participants benefited or all the participants benefited in an equal way, right? However, a new solution gains traction in the community of providers who work with folks with a particular condition when a solution is considered likely to bring successful results to most folks it's used with. Likely. Likely is, a, is it's, it's statistically calculated. <laughs> Likely is actually a statistical word. Again, it almost never brings successful outcomes to all participants in a study. Okay, I'd like to say this in a different way. Tested solutions and solutions that work for others never work for all folks. Never. Not even in the testing research. But there's this funny thing that happens in the community of, of professionals who are like expert providers, even though the solutions almost never work for all research participants, experts often take the solutions that are only likely to work and then expect that they will with the, the, like the real life folks, clients, patients that they work with. Professionals want solutions for clients, especially healthcare providers and other helping professionals, because if the solutions work, their clients' lives will improve. That's what everybody's after, really. Like, sure, we can make arguments for becoming a doctor for many reasons, but ultimately you could make money being a lawyer, right? But medicine is chosen or health, healthcare mm, jobs, are chosen, helping professions are chosen because there is an inherent desire for clients and patients and, and folks' lives to improve, right? Providers want to find solutions that work, but there's this sort of forgetting that research is representative of potential success. 
not guaranteed success. And what I mean by that is that you, you as a client, as a patient, as a person who is suffering and seeking support and relief, you may or may not benefit from a potentially successful solution or a likely successful solution. That potential always means equally that you may and that you may not benefit. And that concept isn't really, it's not really important when a solution is suggested by an expert and you try it and it works, but it is super important when a solution is suggested, you try it and it doesn't work. Because when a professional insists, insists that the solution should work, even when it doesn't, where does that leave you? Where does that leave you? That's what I'll be talking about in the next episode of this three-part series. And also in next month's series, I'll be talking about the best, safest, and gentlest process for connecting with your inner wisdom and finding that just right solution that I have ever come across and how you can experience it firsthand yourself. Stay tuned. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care, kind soul.